from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. So, yes, another follow-up. Now, the woman who was killed by the six train, we told you the story of a woman who was dragged by one train, then yeah. killed by another at Union Square Station, 3 a.m. late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Those stories haunt my dreams. Turns out, and uh, yeah, we read in a New York Daily News exclusive, uh, that was 21-year-old aspiring actress Helen McDonald Fallon. That's the one of the, probably the youngest Helen in New York City. <laughs> 21, Seriously, 21 she, year old. she's not related to Jimmy or uh, Gloria Fallon. McDonald Dash Fallon. And did she have any credits, or is it aspiring? She's an actress? aspiring actress. The way that a gangbanger uh, is an today aspiring ac- architect is her twenty second birthday. Uh, that's so sad. Would have been her twenty second birthday today. Damn. That's April twenty fifth. Happy birthday, Helen McDonald Fallon. Jesus, R.I.P. Now, in a story that only the Daily News would bother telling, heartrending details paint a more complete picture of the dead girl, telling us more than just what happened. Wait, why do you have so little uh, sympathy for this woman? I'm trying to understand. Oh, what are you talking about? Because oh. I don't know her, never met her, don't give a fuck, I guess, oh, probably. Okay. Yeah, and they've painted this maudlin like picture here that I was about to illustrate. Yeah, okay. Uh, telling us uh, more than just what happened to who, when, and, and these kind of details. Uh, they, they, they tell us who's left, how do they feel, uh, which helped explain not only uh, who the dead girl was, but also what she aspired to be. I swear, I think when someone gets killed in a shooting or any, or any like less than completely typical way, Daily News sends out a questionnaire to her surviving relatives. And the first question is, the dead person was an aspiring blank. Now, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that makes about. sense. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a definitely a systematized thing in media nowadays since it's turned to the confessional model is that they, you know, give questionnaires. I won't say the media company. Really? In, yeah. Real but, questionnaires. Well, yeah. To what, what can you write about? Can you write about uh, being a bl- rape survivor? Can you write about, you know, blank, blank, blank? Oh, oh, not for like No, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that's that uh, that used to be unimaginable how crass, intrusive, and inappropriate that would be. And hmm. it's kind of an emboldening of oh, you mean reaching into people's... Personal essay stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it would kind of fall, follow with that. I also These just like realized... basically non-writers you're dealing with, yeah. I also just realized that it's not that you are a psychopathic monster who doesn't feel, uh, that doesn't, uh, you know, have empathy for humanity. It's that you resent more than anything being manipulated. And so because the media tries so hard to uh, garner and squeeze out empathy from people in situations like this that I think that's where you have a backlash towards it. That's my, that's my take on it. Cause I mean, I know you to be a like good hearted person who has empathy for awful shit that happens. But I think is, is that take correct? Not to just completely comedic persona, but. Oh, I mean, I don't think that you, first of all, my comedic persona is always secondary to my journalistic integrity, which I would <laughs> never, ever abandon or, or, or lose. And so, oh, like I say, you know, like it, it does offend me on a journalistic level, all this bullshit that they throw in there about whether okay. somebody aspired to be. I believe in who, what, when, where, why journalism. 
and then you squeeze the sensationalism in where you can, mm-hmm. but writing a big uh, thing about, at least it was on page four. Okay. Yeah. Big picture in the center of the page, her 26 year old boyfriend, Nathaniel McIntyre. But it's a tragedy. I mean, it's a human tragedy. With one leg. He's got one leg. He's a one legged guy. Wow. And so I bet you that they could look through, uh, they got a hundred pictures and they got one where he's got one leg. They're like, Ooh, yes. You know? Sure. So I don't mean to be cynical about this, but I mean, like it just seems, yeah, you don't like to have your emotions, uh, played upon like, uh, you are a member of the orchestra and the media is the orchestra con- conductor. But I also don't think that, uh, it's, it's not like I have to like work really hard to fight that off. The truth of it is, I don't know this person. I, I can't feel empathy for somebody. I don't. I mean, like, only in the most abstract way, only in the mm-hmm. most distant, far-removed way. What I really but resent see, is people feel... who, like, claim to feel much more than they do. Right, right, right. That's what bugs me. It's like, oh, my God, you can't say that. That's too soon or whatever. Like, yeah. What's the appropriate amount of time, motherfucker? If it's not too soon, it's too late. Right, right. You're not the one in comedy. You don't know how... You don't know my fucking struggle. Right. <laughs> yeah, there there was a great moment on uh, comedians and cars between Jerry Seinfeld and Dana Carvey, where Dana Carvey said exactly that, which was what that's what outraged him the most was the competitive levels of outrage. Oh, like right. who was more prostrating themselves, uh, feeling terrible. Oh right, yeah. what's along the similar lines? I don't know if it's exactly the same, but inauthentic. Yeah. Yeah, the competing levels of, uh, of 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 outrage and stuff is ridiculous, and 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 you do see that all the time. Competing. That's why they have to have a hierarchy. So a lot of their shit's decided ahead of time. Right. You know what I mean? They have a hierarchy of, uh, of what do you call that? Uh, intersectionalness. Why the fuck is our Amazon Alexa turned on like it's recording us? Look. Somebody said computer or something, probably. Oh. And then it turned off as soon as you said that. That's really fucking creepy. It, no, it, it's... Yeah. Sending our information uh, right now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, either do I. What information? Yeah. They had a conversation. <laughs> That was not altogether nice. But see, you feel empathy towards um, uh, bigots and... What bigots do I feel empathy towards? Well, uh... <laughs> what do you... What? Someone who's been deplatformed, who's a bigot. I can't, I can't figure out like what you're trying to do with me. You're always either trying to explain me away to make me sound yes. nice, or now you're trying to yeah. say, like, you're into bigots. So, I mean, like, what's, why would you do that? Pick a lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For one thing, right. yeah, pick a lane. But I've been, mm-hmm. like, what's the deal? Why, you do, why do you do any of that shit? Why don't you just be you? Worry about you. This is me. Explaining me is I, you? Mess. That is me. Okay, what if you stopped doing that? What would be you? Uh, I don't think I would have a personality. I think I only know how to define myself based Your on Your only personality is other bossing people. me? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't want that to be the truth, but here we but are. it is. Yeah, okay. Her 26-year-old boyfriend, Nathaniel McIntyre, described by the Daily News as heartbroken. He remembered uh, McDonald Fallon as a true joy to behold, with a smile unlike any other, whose life was cut short after a frustrating day at work. The Daily News reports, she was standing on the train platform around 3 a.m. Saturday after going out with a co-worker when a southbound number six train dragged her along the platform, then pulled her down to the track bed where she was killed. This sounds like a fucking land shark jumped up and, and, and grabbed her by the leg and pulled her down. And another land shark ate it. Her ate her, not an it, but she's a her. Uh, the train had already been pulling out of the station for a hundred feet. When she touched the side, the MTA said, adding that it doesn't appear to be a door drag. So the incident's under investigation. Now, 
This was at Union Square, 14th Street, Union Square. Here's what I know about that subway station is that they have those moving platforms there. It's the only one in this city that I know that has the moving platform. It's a retractable moving it's a joke, platform. right? Are, are you serious? No, it's, it's real. Oh. Let me show you. If you're not familiar. Okay. Uh, and I, this I'm is so already, gullible. already, no, this is already up at crimereport.nyc. So you can go and look uh, at the show notes. Okay. Um, see? Uh, okay. So there's a moving platform. Just click on that. And then okay. you see, here's what it looks like. Oh my God. And it shoots forward about another four inches. Holy I'd say eight inches or something. Crap. Like that. Yeah. That's terrifying. Well, yeah. That is and, terrifying. And, 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 you know, there's a notice that tells you earlier there's a train approaching and, you know, tells you, uh, you know, stay away from the platform ed- edge because, you know, there's a movable fucking deal there. It's still, I could see where you wouldn't, you might not notice that. I can see a lot of different ways that this shit could happen with this, uh, this poor girl. Here it is where it goes back in. Now the train has started. It goes back in. You see, it, the, the train starts moving before it retracts, and there it goes. So I mean, you can imagine some that's, ways. That's almost scarier to me than uh, the moment on House of Cards when. Bleep. Spoiler alert! But everyone knows what I'm talking about. Wow, that was the weirdest reference to a TV <laughs> show ever. So yeah, um, I just like to give a shout out to. Uh, you just like to mention TV shows and stuff. I know. I know. I if know. you if you haven't been there lately, check it out. Uh, it's cleaner and better than before. Uh, <laughs> that's crimereport.nyc. Go there, look at it, click on those things. Uh, now, also, hey, by the way, this ambitious young Brooklyn woman, she was working her day job at Think Geek. On Broadway, this is before her death, of course, on Friday, uh, 34th Street, when a customer got upset and took it out on her, according to her boyfriend. Nathaniel. But I wonder how long is he still her boyfriend? I guess it's up to him, but what, what's appropriate after a, a horrible well, accident I'm, like I'm this? I'm sure that... Uh, They've dated for years. Yeah. I mean, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if he had sex within the first... 24 hours, you get raging drunk to deal with your grief. You take home some chick from a bar, but you are still going to call yourself the boyfriend publicly. I'm not saying, I'm not implying any of this happened. Because you can get a lot of sympathy. Well, and I'm not... I, and get a lot of sympathy pussy ongoing. But I don't even think in a... In a uh, I don't think you'd even be doing it in a... Conscious way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think that a lot of times people use things to blunt out grief and sadness and rage and so they and so sex would be that sure yeah excuse me i'd like to use your pussy to blunt out some rage and That's some sadness been one of my go-to pickup lines that yeah. is uh, um very very okay well i'll tell you where he's gonna meet the first girl he has sex so i don't think he's gonna go to a bar and be drunk and all that kind of shit i think he's gonna meet her on the gofundme page she'll leave a comment wow i've already seen the one who i think it is and i'm not even gonna read the comment Holy but i think shit. That, i think that this woman is gonna be the one who's trying to fuck this guy yeah because like oh my god i'm i feel so just it was a very simple thing but i was like that'll get his notice well my dad his uh second fiance that he had in between my parents were divorced for five years from each other and uh the first fiance he had was this uh mormon cunt who i didn't like at all and the second one was this woman who was the ex-girlfriend of his best friend who was this felon who my dad was friends with and uh 
they he died. The felon dude died, and related they to Jimmy Felon. <laughs> related to Jimmy Felon, and and uh, my dad and this woman comforted each other or whatever after the death and then they were yeah they comforted each other exactly yeah, yeah. and they were each other. they were uh, engaged for a hot second wow yeah so grief that very, was some very hot sex ugh. had to be holy shit gross the kind that waited for someone to die and then comforted <laughs> each other it is true yeah no. Uh, by the way, this girl's uh, dad committed suicide on Thanksgiving. Jesus Christ, this woman is like a the 14th, fucking tragedy the, magnet. Uh, 2014, you know, that's uh, her dad committed suicide in 2014. And he's been, she's been struggling emotionally. I can imagine. Oh, so this is to enter in the wisp of doubt as to was there any, did she? Suicide. Right, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. But yeah, especially, so. especially if after you, watching that video, I mean, that you, just seems like. Well, they're not saying anything about that. That's all my speculation. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but but I think Thanksgiving's a great day to commit suicide if you have family obligations, because you not only get out of those, uh, but you ruin them for everybody else. I've been having suicidal ideation lately. Really? Yeah. Not like I would do it, but just thinking about it. Is that what ideation is? Just thinking about <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. J- just, um, just as kind of like a not having to deal with the, uh, you know, job Husband hunt. Husband in here. Yes. Job hunter creating a, a, you know, podcast to make a living type thing. I think it just comes from, I think it's just a comforting thing that like, people I think about. I can't keep up with my bills. Yeah, I that's could what always it is. kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Women think like that. You never thought like that? No. Oh. No, fuck I never no. would. I would. It doesn't here's even what, occur here, to here's me. What I would do no is, man thinks like that. Here's what I would do instead of doing it because I would never kill myself. I would uh, probably just be like a hobo riding the trains. Yeah. You know, whoever cooked on Thanksgiving is going to be the one that wants to go ahead and have the celebration, right? They're going to be like, I know he killed himself, but he would want us <laughs> to go ahead and eat all this food I made. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The boyfriend, Nathaniel McIntyre, is pictured with her in that, like I said, in that center box, standing outdoors, one-legged. Now, nowhere else in the stories it mentioned one-legged, but he is for sure. Now, the way the Daily News uh, gets photos of people and stuff, like I said, they, they, I'm sure they ask for him and et cetera. Okay, so uh, he's differently abled. He is one-legged. I want to emphasize that. Now, uh, anything to bring more emotion into the story. Look at her with her one-legged boyfriend. What's he going to do now? Now, the GoFundMe campaign launched by her family, it's already hit its goal. Less than three days. Nine, $9,186 raised, and they were asking for eight grand. Sold. Helen was a deeply caring, this is the description, deeply caring, empathetic, and most of all, humorous person. A true beacon of joy and positivity to all those fortunate enough to know her or know of her. Uh, tragically, her light was extinguished too early. Uh, so the loss of dimmed reliance, blah, blah, blah. We love you, Helen. Now, tell me if I'm being cynical, but this is a description of her in a GoFundMe campaign and with the stated intent that they're trying to raise You're money. Being, uh, already the answer is yes. So the sentence... Uh, yes. Tr- uh, you want me to stop? No. So the sentence, a true beacon of joy and positivity to all those fortunate enough to know her, gets that additional or know of her. <laughs> 
just by hearing her name, you okay. might want to give $20. Right, right. No, um, that's, a, that's a very incisive observation. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. So you take back your bullshit. I do, actually. Of her. Yeah, uh, you just des- you despise being worked on, like having your emotions uh, fiddled with. It. I don't despise it. It's just like you find a little fucking thing and say mm-hmm. it. Uh, contributed by people. Um, now, like the money was contributed by people like Anika Baginski, who one day ago, one day ago, said this. I loved Helen, and I remember her carrying me around, carrying me around the house, and tickling me. What the fuck are you talking about? These are comments on the GoFundMe. Carrying me around the house and tickling me? I'm reading the comment. That's what it says. I am eternally grateful for knowing her, and oh, I will so miss was, her. I was, hope you are okay, Anne. Wait, was she the babysitter? Okay, I mean, yeah, it's not spelled out. You have oh to figure God. out the relationship through what they say. Holy crap. Why, it seems like a severe reaction, man. Well, that's, that's a... I, guess, I remember her carrying me around the house and tickling me. Obviously, just, she was a child. Yes. Okay. I guess because I didn't have the contextual setup of... The GoFundMe thing, the money. I said it was contributed by these people, mm-hmm. people like this. Mm-hmm. Now, two days ago, Nicholas posted... A, uh, somebody named Nicholas, prepare yourself, posted a photo of Helen with angel wings drawn on to her and I'll post that also on the show notes for this page if you want to see the picture that comes from the GoFundMe with the caption I would never forget you kind and one of a always happy this pick for the family I hope it helps once again I'm going to read you exactly what it says I would never forget you kind and one of a always happy this pick for the family I hope it helps this is truly the most low-hanging fruit imaginable to be m- mocking this poor, fucking tragic woman's I wish there death were, and the GoFundMe people there, I, who are contributing. I wish there were Yelp reviews of her death and um, I would be able to comment on you it. You are born after your time. You would have ruled the uh, 4chan boards if you were a teenager. You I are, rule you the fucking such, internet. You are such an edgelord. Oh, come on. You are. Why did you make me something else? I'm just some guy reading news stories. Edgelord. What oh. the fuck is an edgelord? By the way, Mandy knows about internet shit. Yeah. Pay attention. She knows what she knows about a lot of shows, too. Yeah. All right, so two days later, <laughs> Will Johnson said, I only know Helen from shopping at the Think Geek store. Uh, she was always really nice to everyone around and seemed an amazing person. Every time we spoke, I got the sense she was a kind soul and a wonderfully weird and unique human. I'm very sad to hear that she's gone. Sharon Dunlap. Dunlap. Sharon Dunlap two days ago said this, My daring cousin... My heart breaks for you, praying for peace and strength. Maybe it's supposed to be darling, but it's daring. She's daring. Daring. That's a huge, yeah, it's a huge compliment. Daring greatly. What's so daring yeah, about famous, getting drunk uh, and getting run over by a train? I assume she was drunk. Oh, she was, was she drunk? out till 3 a.m. with her friend what after time a big. Was it? And they have to go out of their way to uh, say, like, some bullshit happened at work. Well, <laughs> well, you can be, your life isn't defined by one drunken, I mean, is, would someone say, what is so daring about, you what's know. What's so daring you, about being humorous? What's so daring? Sometimes? I mean, I'm saying she, okay, maybe she said daring cousin, maybe she daring. said darling cousin, whatever. That's, just, that's such a fucking trivial bullshit thing to, to, like, get bogged down in. 
here, this is from Wendy Berry two days ago. Helen's mother has been my dear friend for 30 years. <laughs> That's all it says. This is from Anonymous Anonymous two days ago. I have her mom's coworker and a loved one's like her youth. My deepest sympathy to her family. May you find comfort in God's loving arms. Uh, Rachel Cohn two days ago said Helen was a friend of Anthony Miro. <laughs> Who is that? Miro with well, an you M. You didn't Google Anthony Nero? Oh, Miro. Who no is matter that? how many times you ask, I'm still not going to know. It's going to be, if you're <laughs> insisting on that awkward moment of where like, I don't know, then let's, we've had that moment. Okay, good. Okay. 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 Damien okay. Sherry, two days ago. Just someone who gave to the campaign and is now commenting. Such beauty should not leave this earthly abode so soon. I am saddened at what has happened to this young lady and for her family. There have been many women named Helen from my family ancestry. I was born in Brooklyn, New York in 1956. Okay, that is kind of hilarious. Left for good 10 months later with my parents. I am saddened at what has happened to this once great state as well. Be strong, please. Oh, my God. Now, that's fucking that's really fucking funny. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Wow. You cannot beat Damien Sherry, though. All right. Well, yeah, that, um, that, that is a woman who knows how to uh, hijack a well, uh, GoFundMe tragedy. Damien, thread. isn't it? So it's a guy, probably, uh, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, there you go. I am set. I, and, and when you think of it being a man, <laughs> you think of it being like, oh, that's just a guy who just his mind wanders, whatever he's doing. Yes. Oh, but there's been many women named Helen in my family ancestry. Shit. Damn what's happened to this state. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. I was born in he gives us history. That's a guy family who has history. a lot of Tinder first dates. I was born in Brooklyn, New York in nineteen fifty six. Left for good ten months later with my parents. I'm sad at what's happened to this once great state. How do you know it was once great? When you were ten months old, you oh uh, shit, it'll never be this good again. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thank you for the, the, the time, the conversation. News of Mandy Stadmiller. Glad you could be here. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>